Entrepreneur on Fire 440. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. When you choose LegalZoom, you'll be among three dozen companies in the Inc. 500 list who got their start through LegalZoom too. Visit LegalZoom.com to find the service that's right for you and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that's helping thousands of new entrepreneurs and small business owners save time billing and get paid faster. Sign up free today at GetFreshBooks.com and join over 5 million users running their business with ease. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Carrie Green. Carrie, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Carrie started her first online business at the age of 20 while studying law. Within a few years, she took the business global and is now receiving over 100,000 monthly visits to her site. In 2011, Carrie started the Female Entrepreneur Association due to feeling isolated while running her business. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Carrie. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Okay. So where do I begin? Um, I think I should start by saying that I, ever since I was younger, I had this goal. I wanted to be successful. And I feel really privileged because I have, my dad is really into personal development. So literally from the age of about 10, he was getting me to watch Jim Rohn videos. And as a teenager, he was always buying me the personal development books and Rich Dad, Poor Dad and all sorts of different books. So I always had this goal that I wanted to be successful. And then when I was at university studying law, I um, ended up running out of money. So I ended up, this opportunity came up to start a business. I literally just ran with it. So I started this business, built it up over, over a period of years, became really, really successful. And then I kind of reached this point where I didn't even know what success meant to me anymore. I thought it meant having loads of money and then realized it didn't. Started to feel so isolated with the business. Um, so literally packed my bags and went traveling to Australia in the hope of having an epiphany, which I didn't have. Came back from traveling and just felt, I felt even worse because I was back home with all my problems and rubbish weather. And so um, then in the beginning of 2011, I just decided to do something about it. And I felt like I realized I, I needed to get my life back on track and I needed it to mean something to me. And that's why I decided to kind of do something that was going to inspire people and do something to connect with like-minded women so I didn't feel as isolated anymore. And that's how The Female Entrepreneur started, which is now a, um, a network of over 80,000 women worldwide. Wow. I love your story, Carrie. I resonate with it incredibly well because I had gone from business success to success to success, but feeling empty inside because it wasn't all about the finances. It was about really feeling like I was contributing something to society. So when I took my leap, you know, I had no safety net below and I just wanted to inspire millions. That was my main goal with Entrepreneur on Fire. And we're definitely working towards that. And I feel much more fulfilled because of it. And I think it's great for listeners to hear stories like yours, Carrie, that, you know, success is different for every single person and it can change over time. What we think is success, once we attain that, it may be kind of a moving target. And that's kind of something we're going to dive more into later on in this interview. But before we do, Carrie, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote because we really want to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. 
I think the top one has to be, because there's so many I love, but the top one has to be Anthony Robbins, who said, um, your destiny is determined by the choices you make. Choose now, choose well. I remember when I first read that in 2011, it just hit me so hard. And I began to realize that I wasn't living the kind of life that I wanted to live because I was making consistently bad decisions based on a bad frame of mind. And I was going round and round in circles. And I just realized in that moment that I could take control and I could do something about it. And that's when I completely changed my mindset and like programmed my mind for success. And that changed my life. So that has to be my number one quote. I love how you said that you programmed your mind for success because that's one thing I want the listeners to really resonate and hold on to is that you literally can make up the decision that you want to be successful and then start moving towards that goal. That's the mindset that you can instill in yourself and then start moving towards it, start taking action and start acting as if. And I love that this is an Anthony Robbins quote, Carrie. We don't get nearly enough Anthony Robbins quotes on the show. And I actually just found out three days ago that his son lives right down the street from me here in San Diego. So on my runs now, I definitely keep a lookout for this really tall, strapping man by the name of Anthony Robbins, who I just might bump into someday. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so Gary, Entrepreneur on Fire, it's all about the journey and you've done an amazing job thus far of sharing with us in a nutshell what your journey is, but we really want to do a deep dive now into different parts of your journey, specifically the failures, the aha moments and the successes. And we want to start with a failure. We want to start with a time that you fell flat in your face and we really want to hear that story. So take us there, Carrie, down to the ground level and share with us a time that you failed and then the lessons that you learned. Oh my gosh. Well, there's been a lot of failures along this uh, this journey of mine. Um, I have learned an awful lot from them. I think one of the biggest things, the biggest mistakes I made once was, um, I think it was back in 2011, and I'd begun working with somebody on developing some website things I was working on. And um, I ended up... I ended up already losing or wasting a lot of money working with this person because, like... I wasn't really clear when I started off the relationship exactly what I wanted. And so we were kind of working together and he kept on doing work and it wasn't really what I wanted. And it just became more and more awkward and ended up being such a waste of money and it never, never went anywhere. And it just made me realize that when you go into things in business, when you kind of when you do things with people, you have to be so clear on what you want the outcome to be, on what you really envision happening. And if you don't have that clarity, then you go round and round in circles and there's so much room for error when that happens. And it was a massive lesson because it cost me, it just cost me far too much money. Um, And it was a mistake that could have been easily avoided. And I think that in business, that's why it's so important now that I think when you start off relationships with people to be straight down the line and to really say, this is exactly how I see it. This is exactly what I want to happen. Um, And, you know, have those kind of contracts with people. So it's really like laid out, written out in paper so that everybody can see what the deal is. Um, And I think that's such a big lesson that I learned. Communication and clarity are two things that as entrepreneurs, we have to focus on from the very beginning. They're not always easy to attain, but it's something we always need to be working towards. And Carrie, you admitted that you weren't really working towards clarity or communication in that aspect, and things just kind of continue to slide along in the wrong direction. So if you could just share with Fire Nation what you would have done differently, like really take us there and share if you had the reset button pushed, what would you have done from the beginning? 
Well, I think if when I go back to that situation, I think that, you know, like most entrepreneurs, um, or I, I'm a dreamer. And so sometimes I can come up with these massive dreams, but then you can't, you, you can't break them down properly. And you have this vision to do something huge, but you're not there. And it's like, you don't know step 80, 90 and 100, so in, but you're trying so hard to figure it out. And so when you're working with other people on those kinds of projects, I think you have to really break it down and go back to step one and think, right, what is the step to take now? And I think if I went back to that situation, that's exactly what I would do. I've also, I think in some ways, become kind of controlling over the projects that I'm working on with people to do with the Female Entrepreneur Association, that people are really clear on what what my vision is and what I want to achieve. So now when I work with people, and especially like from a design perspective and on website stuff, that people... Of, I'm just super clear on what I want to achieve and if I'm not super if I'm not 100% clear on what I want to do then I will just take some time out to try and get more clarity on it because there's just no point in starting on something with somebody else when you don't have that clarity because you just waste your own time and you waste their time as well and it just turns into a a really bad relationship because everyone gets annoyed with everyone else because you'd say do this and then they don't really do it how you envision because you didn't give them proper instructions and then they get annoyed with you because then they're like well I tried my best and you're just like this is a disaster so I think now I would go back and I think it is all about breaking it down breaking it down breaking it down getting the clarity setting those milestones and having those goals in place so you know exactly what you're working towards. Great insights, Carrie. And there are so many lessons that can be learned from our failures. But on the other end of the spectrum, there are so many lessons that we can learn from aha moments and specifically the steps that we take once we have those moments to really turn them into success. And that's what I want to focus on now. I want you to take us to a time in your entrepreneurial journey, Carrie, when you had a light bulb moment, when you had an idea that you just said, wow, this is Carrie Green. This resonates with me. This feels like my authentic self. Like, take us to that moment in time, Carrie, and then walk us through the steps that you took afterwards to turn it into success. So I had a massive aha moment back um, before I started the Female Entrepreneur Association. I was going through this phase where I really felt so down and I just didn't know what I was doing. And I remember I'd read the e-myth already when I was building my first business and found it so incredibly powerful. Um, But then I remembered that there was this chapter all about primary aims. So I went back and I read it again. Um, and in this, in this, the chapter, Michael Gerber says, imagine walking into a room and in the room sat down on the chairs, of your friends and family. And as you walk down the center of the room, you see a box. And as you get to the front of the room, you realize that you're in the box and it's your funeral. And he says, what kind of things do you want people to be saying about the kind of person that you were and about the kind of life that you lived and about the kind of things that you achieved? And I remember thinking in that moment when I read over that again, I don't know. So then I started to realize it was like a complete aha moment because I thought there is no wonder I feel so off track in my life because I have never been on track. Like, yes, I want to be successful, but what does that mean? I just didn't have a clue. And so it was such a massive aha moment for me because it made me realize that I have to start figuring out what means something to me. What do I really want my life to be like when I get to the end of it all? What do I actually want people to be saying about the kind of person that I am? 
And I think that that went so so deep into me in terms of I wasn't just thinking about materialistic things that I wanted, which is what I'd really focused on before that. I'd focused on the car I wanted, the house I wanted. And I think when I read that, it made me realize what do I like? What do I want to value? What am I? It made me think, what are my values? What is important to me in my life? And once I started to piece that together, it just was such an incredible turning point for me. And then it completely wove in with the whole mindset thing and programming my mind for success. And I remember in particular that there was one moment where I sat on my friend's couch and um, I was talking to her about stuff and I was still kind of in this phase of not really quite sure what I was doing. And I literally just remember sat on the sofa talking about stuff and it's like this thing shifted in my head, like something changed. And it's this moment of pure clarity of just knowing that everything was going to be fine, that life was a complete adventure and that I was going to start living mine to the best I could possibly live it. And I was going to get on, I was going to do the Female Entrepreneur Association and I was going to make it work. I just remember this moment, just, you know, when you just know something to, to your soul, that's what that moment felt like. And I think it had been built up by this moment, like before this aha moment from rereading the e-myth and, you know, having that quote from Anthony Robbins, seeing that quote from Anthony Robbins and, and just, and that all coming together into that moment of just realization. Carrie, you are sending shivers from across the Atlantic. This is really inspiring stuff. And you claimed that you didn't want the material things. So what were the things that you realized that you did want from your life? The number one thing that I realized is that, um, I think really similar to you, I realized that I wanted to be inspired and I wanted to inspire other people. That's what lit me up inside. When I spoke to people and and I talked to them and, and I inspired them to do something, I when I talked to people and I got really excited about the possibilities of what they could make of what they could do and what they could achieve, that lit me up inside. And I started to realize that if it was my funeral, I would want people to be saying that she inspired me to live the best life I could possibly live. And when I realized that, I knew that in that at that moment, my business that I was running was not in alignment with that whatsoever. And I just thought, no wonder I feel so empty because I'm spending all of my time every single day building something which is not in alignment with who I am and what, I, what means something to me. So it changed everything. So Carrie, let's talk about your journey of building the Female Entrepreneur Association. You had that moment of clarity and you knew the direction that you wanted to move into. What was the next step? The moment I decided I was going to do it, I remember getting back home from my friend's house and on the Monday morning, I remember just being so fired up, ready to get started with it. <laughs> and I, because of my previous uh, building the, the business I was running at the time, I'd like literally when I was at university, when I wasn't studying, I was learning how to build that business. And I remember in my final year going to night school to learn more about web development. So luckily, I had put a lot of time and effort into learning a lot of web skills and how to build websites and that kind of thing. So the first thing I did was put a website together and literally got that up really quickly. And I remember thinking, what am I supposed to do now? I don't know anyone who I could interview. I don't know anyone whose story I could share. So I remember thinking, I'm going to, well, I got on LinkedIn and somebody said to me, go on LinkedIn and join relevant groups. And then you can invite the people in the groups to be, to connect with you and you could post a message out. And so I started doing that. And that's how the Female Entrepreneur Association began. I went on LinkedIn. I posted to people saying, would you like to share your story? I, you know, I, I, I went on LinkedIn and I said, I'd love to publish your story on the website. And I literally got inundated with people from all over the world 
being like, oh my gosh, I'd love to. So these stories started flooding into me and I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I'm not on my own. There's all these people out there who are just like me. So I started publishing these stories, but then I was publishing them and no one was reading them. And I was just like, oh no, what am I going to do? So <laughs> then it was literally like, I had to figure out a plan of like how I'm going to build this traffic up. And I remember I decided that I, I set myself this goal. I wanted to get 25,000 fans on Facebook. And I specifically chose to focus on Facebook because there's so many different social media platforms. And I, I saw like when you're focused on one thing, you can do it really well. But when I focus on so many different things, I just do a half-hearted job at it all. And it's just no point. So I decided I to pick Facebook for, for my marketing. So that's what I did. So I went 25,000 fans. And I remember taking a screenshot of my fan page at the time. And I probably had like 20 fans or something. And I opened it up in photos shop and I edited it out so it said 25,000 I printed it off and I put it in this gold box I have and I just believed that somehow I'd make it happen and then I worked damn hard to make it happen and then once I started to get that going it started to drive so much more traffic and it gave me the confidence to to keep moving forward and keep keep to keep pushing and keep doing things bigger and better and to keep adding more and more and more value to my network and it's just took off Carrie, you've had a lot of successes with the Female Entrepreneur Association. Have you had an Ivy Made It moment? I have. So um, one of them was when I actually got to interview Michael Gerber for the magazine that we do every month, which was amazing. Wow. When I spoke to him on the phone, I was like, oh, my God, I'm speaking to Michael Gerber, um, which was crazy. But then last year as well, I won an award um, over in the UK called The Changemakers, which was presented to me by Prince Andrew. And um, I... I ended up being invited to Buckingham Palace to talk about entrepreneurship. And the moment I walked through the gates at Buckingham Palace, I was just like, this is insane. It was just the most crazy experience ever. And I remember just thinking, oh my gosh, you know, two years ago, I was miserable and happy, felt so down in the dumps. And now I'm at Buckingham Palace giving my advice on entrepreneurship. And I just thought, I always think back and I think, how did that happen? And I just think nothing else in my life changed except for me. I changed. And that's why I so believe that mindset is everything that you do literally determine your own destiny by your mindset and the choices you're making. Nothing else in your life changed. It was you that changed, Carrie. And I want Fire Nation to really just let those words sink in because of the power of them. So many people out there in this world are complaining about the external influences, the economy, the recession, anything that may happen, they can blame. But when it really comes down to it, nothing out there needs to change. You can be in a cocoon by yourself. And if you're focused internally on successes that you want to accomplish, on things that you want to drive towards, great things can happen. Carrie's a phenomenal example of that, Fire Nation. And Carrie, we've had some great I've Made It moments shared on Entrepreneur on Fire, but walking into Buckingham Palace and being presented an award by Prince Andrew definitely takes the cake. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so let's bring things to current times, Carrie. We're talking today, and I just want Fire Nation to know how dedicated Carrie is to sharing her journey with us because it's right now as we speak, 11.26 p.m. in England, and she's a trooper right now. She's up. She's drinking coffee by the gallons, probably actually caffeinated tea because she's English, but <laughs> yeah. she's still up and she's rocking and rolling, and we're, we're not going to keep her up much longer, but she still has some great things to share with us for the next 10 minutes or so. So, Carrie, let's talk about today. What are a couple things that are really exciting you right now? 
the most exciting thing at the moment is um, I've been working on the Members Club for the Female Entrepreneur Association and I am just so excited because this has been a dream of mine for such a long time and uh, it's finally happening and I'm just so excited about it and just excited about developing the whole Female Entrepreneur Association and being able to put more and more stuff together to really help people to live an amazing life and to make it happen and it just everything about it excites me. Can you talk about the members club? What's your vision for it? Somebody challenged me to get 50,000 fans on Facebook. It was in March. And at the time I had 34,000. And he said, by the end of March, get 50,000. I was like, whoa, I was thinking of 40,000. He was like, you know what? You're always telling people to go big or go home. So I think you should take your own advice. And I was like, oh gosh, I have to do it now. So I was like, how on earth am I going to get 50,000 fans by the end of March? So I came up with this idea that I would get everyone in my network involved in Mission for March and that we could all do it. So I'd been working through stuff myself to like of, of how I was going to make it happen for me. So I put it into a workbook and got it designed really nicely. And so it's like loads of questions that people could answer to make it happen. So I put this free workbook together and people absolutely loved it. I had people emailing me like months later being like, I just did Mission for March and I've just made it happen. Thank you so much. It was amazing. And it was just incredible. And I remember getting to my own goal of getting 50,000 fans and being like, whoa, because when you have that focus and when someone else says to you, you know, challenge yourself to do something, it's like all of a sudden you step it up and you do it. So I've done more free workbooks over the year and I, I asked my network if I started to do more of these, would you would you like it? And they, the response was crazy and I was like, oh my gosh, okay, so I need to do this. So um, I decided that I was going to put this members club together, which would be more of a community where people can actually connect and get asked questions, but also that every month we're going to have a challenge and I can put my, I put so much effort into creating amazing things. Like the first month's all about programming your mind for success, because I just believe it goes to the core of everything. You've got the right mindset, you'll, you'll be successful. So it's all about that, but it's kind of like things that everyone knows they should be doing, but you know, you put it off and you put it off and put it off. So hopefully people will get stuck into the challenge of doing it for 30 days because I think anyone can do anything for 30 days and just getting stuck into challenges, learning new strategies and just putting stuff together that will really inspire people and help them to take the action to make it happen. So that's what it's all about. And I just can't wait because it just means I get to put more and more stuff together of stuff that I absolutely love. Wow. Well, Carrie, as we sit today, you are over 84,000 Facebook likes. I'm sure that by the time this interview goes live, because it'll be into 2014, you might even be over 100,000. Who knows? I mean, the sky is the limit when you put your mind to it. So, Carrie, I just want to thank you for sharing an incredible journey. And we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Are you still using Word or Excel to create invoices? Do you use a shoebox of receipts to keep track of your expenses? Save time and get paid faster with FreshBooks, the easiest way to send invoices, manage expenses, and track your time. FreshBooks is the simple cloud accounting solution that's helping thousands of new entrepreneurs and small business owners just like you save time billing and get paid faster. With FreshBooks, you can easily create invoices online, capture and track expenses on the go, and get real-time business reports with a few simple clicks. 
You can try FreshBooks for free. Sign up for free today at getfreshbooks.com. And here's the delicious part that FreshBooks is doing for Fire Nation. Every day, they're giving a birthday cake away to someone who signs up for a new account from our show. For your chance to win, enter Entrepreneur on Fire in the How Did You Hear About Us section when signing up for your new account at getfreshbooks.com. With FreshBooks, every day could be your birthday. Sign up at getfreshbooks.com. Do you ever feel like the services that you purchase only look at you as a number? Whatever happened to personalized help? And since when is it so difficult to actually get someone on the line to troubleshoot or to help you get set up? Legal protection is no exception. Luckily, whether you're getting ready to start a business, protect your family, or safeguard your assets, LegalZoom has a service that can help. LegalZoom offers award-winning services developed by some of the best legal minds in the country. And the great thing about LegalZoom is that every business or family who engages with them gets personalized attention from start to finish. That's why over 90% of LegalZoom customers would recommend the service to their family. Now that's powerful. LegalZoom is not a law firm and provides self-help services at your specific direction, but there's so much more. Now, every LLC and incorporation package includes easy-to-use business accounting software, a $269 value for free. Be sure to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout at LegalZoom.com. And this is a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, and that's the lightning rounds. This is where I get to ask you a series of amazing questions, and you come back at us with mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Yep, definitely. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I don't think anything held me back about from, from becoming an entrepreneur when I began, um, but what held me back when I was an entrepreneur was myself. Like, that's the biggest battle I've had to overcome, had to face, is getting over myself, stopping holding myself back. What is the best advice you've ever received? That your attitude determines your altitude in life. Your attitude determines your altitude. Love that. Can you share one of your personal habits, Carrie, besides staying up till almost midnight to talk to Fire Nation, that contributes (laughs) to your success? Um, Yes, visualization. I try and do it every single day and I visualize what I want and I listen to a lot of guided visualizations where I literally will sit there for 20 minutes or something and just focus on what I want to achieve and I will feel it like it's happening to me right now and I think it's so powerful. Wow. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? At the moment, it's base camp. I practically spend my life living virtually. So when you're working with people in all, all over the world, I think Basecamp's an amazing resource for being able to collaborate and to work together and to have projects organized. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this amazing resource and everything that we're chatting about here today at eofire.com slash Carrie Green. Carrie, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? Definitely the e-myth because it changed my life and it changed the way I build my businesses. It helped me to build businesses in a smart way. So Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So if you want the audio version of this book for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Carrie, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of. 
but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I love this question, but I just feel like I'm... I need to think of a good answer for you. Um, what would I do? I would, um, I, I do everything that I'm doing now because I love it so much. And hopefully I'd go right back to the beginning. I'd get my little laptop. I'd get my website together. I would hopefully make it happen a lot faster. Now I know how to do things. Um, and I'd get out there, I'd network and I'd meet like-minded people because that's what really helps you to elevate yourself and to make it happen yourself when you're surrounded by incredible people. 100% carry and you proven that in two short years you can go from rich and unhappy to very successful fulfilled entering Buckingham Palace receiving yeah. awards from Prince Andrew and appearing on Entrepreneur on Fire so Carrie let's end this by you sharing with Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance the best way that we can find you and then we'll say goodbye I think the most important thing is to literally condition yourself for success and get the mindset for success. It is just, it's everything. You can have all the skills in the world and all the talent in the world, but if you don't have the mindset to succeed, then it's going to be incredibly hard. So that would be my number one tip, get the success mindset. Everyone can come and find out more about um, Female Entrepreneur Association, about me over on femaleentrepreneurassociation.com. Wow. Well, Carrie, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've chatted about here today at eofire.com. They can click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives. Or Fire Nation, just enter Carrie in the search bar, C-A-R-R-I-E, and her show notes page will pop right up. Carrie, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for having me. Fire Nation, are you interested in creating your own podcast? If so, you should come check out our next live webinar for Podcasters Paradise. During the webinar, I talk about the strategies I've used to grow my podcast to over 450,000 unique downloads a month. Plus, I'll give you a sneak peek at the Podcasters Paradise community so you can decide if it's the right fit for you. Sign up today at podcastersparadise.com. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 